1: Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray
2: on Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan.
3: This is Dirt and Sprague. Ours is a new love, but it burns very brightly, and it gets hot
1: and sweaty and stanky. There's some stank
4: on that love. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You think you're going to find somebody that's going to be like psyched to go to Applebee's with you every Friday night Hear the Saints football stories about how you rocked in high school? I did rock in high school football. You want to check tape? And Brendan Sprague. You know about the uh, cup sizes, or I have different cups. Yeah, I, I know about the cup. You got the A. The... The C, the D, that's the biggest. I know the D is the biggest. I've based my whole life on knowing that the D is the biggest.
3: Dirt and Spray on 1080, the fan.
2: Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080, the fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, and YouTube. If you want to see my co-host wearing a bald mask, I'm staring into my future. Do you think you're going to be, like, bald, bald? I think I'm going to go bald. So, like, let's—can we lay this out for a second? Because I, I I, really have kind of felt for you here. I, <laughs> I, I'm I, always pretty honest about what my life is, and sometimes uh-huh. it is depressing, and sometimes it's just a lot of insecurity. I really need to get a haircut, because yeah. when I get a buzz cut, it's not as bad. My yeah. hair is too long right now, mm-hmm. and you could, re- you could see the runways. So— Let's say these runways go a little deeper. Yeah, they're going. And then, like, you start growing the uh, Tom Thibodeau, where he still has (laughs) the bangs, and that's kind of it at the front, which, by the way, how A little flop over right there on the front of the forehead. Have you seen a Knicks game this year? I have not seen a Knicks game this year. I I assumed you hadn't. I watched their last one. Mm -hmm. He still has that tiny, tiny patch and he's combing it over what are we doing here and i just what are we doing watch this and i'm like dude just lean into the sides yeah not a good look if your hair does that are you gonna go skin bald or are we doing an ed harris thing because i think ed if, harris thing. if i'm gonna be bald and that's always kind of my fear i i think i'd go more ed harris i don't think i can pull off the no. adam silver no i don't think i could either uh i'm gonna i you'd have to just go super tight just super tight, low, low buzz. Yeah, you can kind of see it, but, but there's enough yeah. there where you're like, "Is it? A, oh yeah, he's got it." It's like one of those. Yeah. You know who I think pulls off the bald head really well? My dad. Uh, our buddy Josh Pate. Well, he's got a good head for it. He does have a good head for a bald head. That's the thing is, you but gotta he's, have a good head. He's he's clearly balding. Yeah, clearly losing. Oh, it. it's gone. It's it's. I think he's gone. Retreat. His forces are yeah. retreating. Yeah, but he keeps it like tight enough and buzzed enough where it's like, ah, oh, he's just got a buzz cut. You with know, a big forehead. <laughs> I was watching Magic Johnson do an interview on uh, NBA SiriusXM, and mm-hmm. you know he's doing Magic Johnson things, and I, I just sat there and looked at him, because I knew I was going to wear a bald cap today, and I said, you know, there was a time when Magic had hair. Everybody knew did Magic with hair. Yeah. That transitional period from guy that had hair to guy who's now bald. I heard this at my Halloween party. Uh, hey, look at Derek White. Derek White finally embraces the fact that his hairline was starting in the middle of his head. Derek White is bald now? Oh, yeah. Derek White. You remember Derek White? I remember Derek White. He had that weird headband. It would yes. always kind of sit at the top of his head. It's because his hairline was was literally in the middle of his head. Are you surprised that I haven't seen Derek White play basketball yet this year? You looked a little surprised by that. Well, I just thought you had seen the photo of the offseason because he <laughs> no. showed up and he was like, oh, Derek White finally recognizes he had bad hair, so he shaved it. He's leaning into the ball. Is he still in Boston? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is bald. Now, he doesn't have a great head, ear thing for it, but I think eventually... Good for him, though, man. Good for him. That was a bad haircut. It definitely was. Bad look. I I think even when you don't have a great head for bald, I think people just... Just kind of get used to it, and eventually they go, yeah, you yeah. look fine. Yeah, I think to answer your question, you go high and tight. High and tight's the answer there. Yeah. I can't go full bald yet. I'm not ready for that. I also don't need to quite yet. I just have runways, and it's a little intimidating when I have my hair too long because it stands out like a sore thumb. You so. got an age that you're hoping it hangs on for? Like if you get – my 50. goal is always 40. Yeah, if I could get to 50, maybe yeah. that's pushing it too much. <laughs> get a little aggressive. How, how old are you? <laughs> 34. <laughs> You think your hair's gonna be around for 16 yeah, more man. years? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's How often do you wash your hair in the shower <laughs> and a piece of hair is on your hand? And you're like, oh damn. damn Another, it. One. <laughs> Another one. Another <laughs> one. DJ Khaled's in the shower. Another one. Ah, oh, this is depressing. Let's get to something that's more exciting. We get to yell about stuff that doesn't matter tonight. Are we all excited to yell about stuff that doesn't matter tonight at 4:30 when the college football ranking show is on ESPN? So, full honesty, I misread the date of this. I was gonna do this today in the first hour and a half of the show. I misread the date. And so I thought it was a week from today. Oh. Instead of it's today. It's otherwise, tonight. It's today. It's, yeah, otherwise I would have done it at seven. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they shake it all out. I wanna play a fun game with you. Nail it. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Nail it. Nail it. Nail it. Can you nail it? N- nail it. Yeah. Okay. Where will Michigan be ranked tonight? Undefeated, dominant, second, cheating, second, no quality wins, uh, second or third? No, you got to na- nail it. You, didn't na- you can't nail two holes. Third. I need you to nail a hole. Third. third. Michigan will be ranked third. Yeah. Okay, Michigan swag. Where will Michigan now, be ranked on, tonight? Hold on, hold on. Let me think this out for a second. Now that I'm saying <laughs> this out loud, there's a real chance they're fifth. Because the committee will, That's value what I'm wondering, Georgia. are they going to get punished for all the crap that they've done and not playing no. anybody? No, 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 no. This will have mm. nothing to do with the cheating scandal. Mm. Ohio State would be second because they've got a marquee win. Some people think Ohio State will be first. They have beaten Notre Dame on the road. That's they fair. They have beaten Penn State, who's ranked in to the top ten, yep. and they just beat Wisconsin, who I believe was a... no, they weren't. They were 10. not ranked. ranked? Okay, the they were not AP ranked. Bowl. But they'll give them credit for that win, going on the road and winning it, which Wisconsin. is stupid. Wisconsin sucks. Uh, <laughs> so Georgia, I think Ohio State. And then I think you're going to start to value the non-conference or ranked wins. So Washington's in this. I'm trying. Florida State beat LSU and Clemson on the road, and Duke, who I believe was in the top twenty-five at the time. Yeah, but they—they they, that's not how that's measured. Mm. It's who is ranked now is your top twenty-five win. Okay, which is always dumb to me because I'm like, in the moment, that was a top twenty-five win. Why do we discount that? But. You know what? I'll say fifth. You go fifth. <laughs> I, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to change fifth. my answer to fifth because I think if you look at resume, they don't have a marquee win, whereas all the other four teams can point. Washington's got Oregon. They do. Florida State's got a road game with Clemson mm-hmm. and a a, a, a a neutral site game against LSU. They do. And then you've got Ohio State and Georgia. I think Michigan's fifth and not at all because of the cheating stuff. It's That's not their job. You can say that they should be hammered for it Uh until the NCAA or the Big Ten does a thing about it. We need to stop this whole, like, J.J. McCarthy doesn't get any Heisman votes. (laughs) They're not going to be a playoff team. Those aren't the voters' jobs. That's not how this should work. Sometimes you got to take justice into your own hands, Sprague. Okay, Batman. Sometimes you got to. There's law enforcement's not going to come help you okay, out. Okay, Batman. All right, Swag. Where does Michigan ranked? To, where are they ranked tonight? They'll be fourth. You think fourth? Which yeah. undefeated team are they ranked ahead of? Because they're Washington. A, you think
3: they're ahead of Washington? That's ridiculous. There will be some recency bias. That's ridiculous. With Washington.
2: Michigan doesn't have a win <laughs> close to the same galaxy. I know. as no? Washington's with Oregon, and I couldn't give a rip. Arizona State, by the way, if the committee's doing their job. You take note that Arizona State just bludgeoned Washington State and is playing better football in the last four weeks. Stanford's a, yeah, that hurts them. But the Oregon win is again better than anything Michigan can come close to touting. Last question for tonight before we get to yell about things that again don't matter. Yeah. Will Oregon be the highest ranked one loss team? Yes. Yes. Yes and they yes. They look the best of one-loss teams. Okay. Yes and yes. Yeah. I'm gonna write these down. Although check our math
3: the, tomorrow. I think the, the metrics that they use, like this game control or whatever the hell it is that they get, I think will the ducks will look very good in some of the metrics that they use to determine... That's a
2: good point. They've only had that one close one against Texas Well, their
3: defense is like top
2: five, top ten in the country right now. They're efficient. They don't
3: turn it over.
2: Them and Michigan are the most... And again, Michigan schedule, but they're the top two most efficient offense-defense teams in the country. So, to Swag's point, if they're going to use those metrics... I don't know yeah. how you keep Texas working out of Texas is
3: lucky to only be a one-loss team. They really are. Hmm. They, they, re- they struggled with Houston. I still think Houston got kind of so screwed in Bama that. So was Bama in a certain regard. Oh, Bama, they they've been living on the edge yet. for a
2: month and a half. Yeah, I hope they lose so bad. I don't like LSU. I don't Somebody's really like Somebody's got to kill them. We need the kill shot. Jay Nobody's Jane fired the kill shot yet. The unfortunate thing is for your, Bo, your boy, Bo Nix, mm-hmm. I, I think if Jane Daniels wins that game, statistically, man, he's blowing Bo, Bo, uh, Bo out of the water. He's blowing every quarterback out of the water, statistically. Just. About I I think if he wins at Bama I think Jaden Daniels is kind of in the driver's seat even with a two loss non playoff LSU team we've seen guys win the playoff or win the Heisman with three loss seasons very rarely happens though RG three was an outlier like those are the kind of guys it does not happen very often but his season man he he's been everything for them yeah should have beaten Ole Miss I yeah okay <laughs> all right I guess should have beaten Florida State where were you at on that game huh where was he at on that one it's one thing to torch Army. Who's he beaten? I just struggle. The thing I I come back to the Bo Nix thing on. Bo has played spectacular football. He's got the best completion percentage in America, and he's not turning the football over, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I push back a little bit on the whole completion percentage. He's he's throwing a lot of like seven yard oh, passes. Here we go. Here we go. Six yard dump offs. Like he's doing quick hit things. You're like a like a wolverine, not a wolverine, like a werewolf on Halloween. Am the, I? the beaver comes out when Bo, we start talking no. a
1: no. Check that. Ah!
2: You're like coming out of your shell? No, I have the Mario to thank you thing from Oregon <laughs> State when he won the Heisman. If he was having a Mario to season, I'd give him his flowers. I just don't think he is. He's like outside of completion percentage. He's like fourth or fifth in the conference. He's not even top in more than two categories. It's because they run the ball up. Yeah, well, that that to me, that's what kind of hurts Bo's argument is it does. the run game is amazing. He, he's not going to get as many looks as Penix or Caleb. I don't know, man. It's Well, I think he's passed Caleb. I, I heard Sucanix say he thinks Caleb's digressed. I don't know. Why he feels that way? I think Caleb's been awesome this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was bad in the Notre Dame game, but other than that, he's been really good. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, quarterbacks are entitled to a bad game. It's like his first of his entire career so far. But yeah, I, I just think the conference itself has so many good quarterbacks. Uh, But I I would argue against myself with saying the momentum feels like it's in Bo's court. It definitely does. A lot of this can end up just being quarterback on the best team kind of situation. That can be the guy who wins the Heisman. Those ones are usually frustrating for fans, and I I agree with you. I don't think Bo Nix is—unless he he goes out and has those games against USC, Oregon State, and then Washington in the Pac-12 title game where it's like, damn, Bo was the focal point of the offense. He was the reason they won that game then I think it will change the narrative a little bit. But as of now, I agree with you. He like, would, if I had a Heisman yeah. vote, I would not vote for Bo Nix to win the Heisman right now. I, so. I watched the entire Oregon-Utah game, and he was awesome in it. But, like, the way they were talking about it on the broadcast and the way some national guys were tweeting about it, I'd, like, to do a double take. I, I was like, is he throwing for three fifty and four tuds? No. It was, you know, it was two touchdowns and, like, what, two forty five or something. Like, it was a great game. But, like, we're acting like he's putting up these Caleb Williams numbers, and I— I just think we need to pump the brakes a little bit. He's been really damn good. He's a perfect quarterback for that system. We're talking about Heisman. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'll be way wrong on this. It just feels like there have been other guys statistically that have been better than him. Halloween morning at 8.15, we learned Brandon Sprague, not bodacious. There you go. There's your news <laughs> alert of the show. Let's get to the mail sack. Your questions welcome at the Vancouver Ford Text Line, 503-864-6326. Nimic, bottom of the hour. Sack is next on The Fam.
4: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's sack it up. We'll get to Nimick at the bottom of the hour. He has
2: some takes on the high school playoff seating. And also Oregon got another five-star defensive lineman yesterday, Elijah Rushing. That's committed. not sitting well in Seattle right now. No, look, I, you know, I brought this up before. It's hard to argue and make the, the case when your team loses back-to-back years to your rival but i have maintained like every coach has a weakness every coach has something that they have to figure out for landing you'd probably argue the big game fourth down stuff right that's been his weakness so far washington cannot recruit no not they can't. not at all if they were like if the big 10 started today with the new conference they would legit have like the 12th best recruiting class in the big 10 Yeesh. that's embarrassing dude you're in a yeah. major market in an awesome stadium with great facilities you like you won 10 games last year, you're undefeated this season. Like that is inexcusable to be that bad. And the pushback is well, you didn't like when we get softy on they didn't need to recruit to beat him last year. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. You won once. Let's see how this works out long term. Having a recruiting class ranked outside the top fifty and needing to rely on transfers year in and year out. Good luck. You know, it you know what kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of chip. Yes. Chip and I chip at UCLA because Oregon with Chip there, like they were fine. They weren't this amazing, but they were they were fine. They got by with it. Well, he had Willie Lyles and Lana D, Anthony Thomas. Like they were still recruiting at a right. pretty high level. Yeah, like, they got the some... back end of that yes. thing. They were taken over absolutely. But then you also had Frost, a part of that staff, was like, you can't recruit to Eugene, right? Yeah. Like that quote still lingers. But did you see, he was in Eugene a couple weeks ago. I did, and we're gonna get sidetracked now from the sack. But yeah, yeah no, he was I... at Odson for the Washington State game. Anyways, my point is, DeBoer might be Chip Kelly at UCLA. They don't recruit very impressively at UCLA. No. Chip's just a football guy. He's X's and O's. He's a brainiac. He understands the game. He's a good guy. I mean, they're winning. I mean, they're playing okay football, UCLA. I just wonder if DeBoer is more a Chip Kelly, because Lanning knows that the game—Lanning's younger. Lanning under he has been in this world of, like, Bama, Georgia. He sees what this is. DeBoer made his bones on lower-level football and got to Washington because he knows how to coach— football as I say Dan Landing doesn't. I'm mm-hmm. just saying Landing understands that side of the game is just as important. Whereas DeBoer's like, oh, we'll go find a guy that's transferring and we'll yeah. plug and play. If you want to be a consistent contender, you got to figure that out. I don't know if you can. I don't know what's wrong. It's really weird. I think it's a test. Like it, You, you got to figure that out, test. man. You're going yeah. to go play Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State every year, not to mention Oregon and USC still who are all out recruiting you. You yeah. can have your years where portals hit and that kind of stuff, but year in and year out, man, it's just tough to compete. Um, all right, let's get to the sack. Here we go. Rapid fire. We always have very little time for this segment. What is your go-to Halloween candy, gentlemen? Go-to Halloween candy? candy i mean reese's is always the number one but reese's. i'm i'm secretly the guy that will i'll take your almond joys that you don't like i'm i love almond joys Reese's probably a twix i think i like twix twix is a good call i think i might go twix too i've been eating a lot of twix the last two days yeah i gotta go get halloween candy on the way home today you know yeah. what we did what'd you do we bought full-size candy bars Look, Look at, you. at you! Sixty of them. So 60, 60 well, little first, snot-nosed brats come first to my door. Sixty.
3: I would hate to be the sixty-first kid to show up.
2: <laughs> well, you could argue some of the candy bars in the boxes. Like, there's just the plain Hershey's bar. Like, somebody's going to get that, and another kid's going to get the Reese's, and yeah. it's going to be like, this isn't fair. But, no, not you know, a fair trade. Such up. is life. I might put a close come box early for a big
3: Kit Kat, huh? In.
2: Well, no, you put your hand in like a mystery thing, and whatever you grab oh. is what you get. Whoa! Are you scary voice guy? when when you answer the door to give away candy, Uh no no, no. you don't do that. I'm Ooh, just, look at you! I'm, <laughs> I'm complimentary guy. Oh okay, you nice. <laughs> we need to play that on loop. Uh, Mail sack question in honor of seeing Rob at the win in Vegas this weekend. Uh, what do you do when the blackjack dealer gives you seventeen? Are you staying or hitting? What's the dealer have?
3: Done, depends what the dealer's holding. Yeah, if the on dealer's showing an ace, I might hit it or a face card, I might hit it. Hmm. Mm. I if the dealer's showing a four, all then the math I'm says holding. to
2: stay. I, I like to get a little risky in Vegas. I'll hit it. Hope <laughs> we get a four there. Uh, sack question for Swag. Would you get a championship ring if the D backs win the World Series?
3: Uh no, I would not. it's oh, a bummer. No hops get I the... don't even know if I'd get one if the hops win another time. Really? I didn't, I didn't get one in twenty nineteen. They no. got
2: rings and you didn't get a ring as the PA no. guy?
3: How did I'm, I'm you not, not a full time employee. Uh, it's only I'm, a just, full-time I'm thing. just the voice of the are tonk. you the full
2: time PA guy? Yeah. So but how I'm you not a I'm
3: full time employee. Yeah. I'm, they just I'm okay, just he's a contracted out, give pipes your, will kinda, travel. Give you a ring.
2: Pipes will travel. I did see that they it was kinda cool that Diamondbacks brought all their employees to game two, I want to say, the World Series. I think or I don't know if they went to both. No, I think both, they flew them out for both. Was, was it for both games? I think it was, was for it? both. Oh, to Texas? Yeah. Or? To Texas, it's yeah, yeah, Texas. yeah oh, okay. I thought that That's was cool. Awesome. I saw a picture of them up in the States. No,
3: I know that they are uh the relationship is very good between the Diamondbacks and, and uh and the hops.
2: Okay, short winded, please, on this one, Swigard. Short-winded, okay. Uh sack question for Swag with college hoops tipping off next week. What is year three of the Shantae oh, Legan's era have in store for our pilots? And will you be making the trip to the Diamond Head Classic?
3: I am going to the Diamond Classic. I am uh, making all of the trips except for the North Dakota trip in December. Oh, you don't want to go to North Dakota? Dakota? Choosing the right <laughs> trip to
2: miss. <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to go to North Dakota? Coincidence?
3: I think not. So yes, but uh we'll be, but yeah. we'll be going to we'll go into Reno in a few weeks to mm-hmm. play the Wolf Pack. We're going to Phoenix in December. I will be going to Maui. Um, it'll be interesting. There's potential, but it's not. They could finish anywhere from, I don't know, around third or fourth all the way down to eight. Okay. I'm that, not quite – I'm not there with college basketball yet. College
2: basketball is one that sneaks up on me every year, and I'm like, wait, what? Six oh, days from yeah. today. <laughs> it's our last season at Bill Walton. It is our last season at Bill Walton. Unless he's doing a Pack 2 thing. And who Can knows? I tell well, you – he'll
3: still be – ESPN still will have him do no, something. It's Pac-12
2: though. Like there's a <laughs> he's only f- going to call true. Oregon State and Washington State games going forward. <laughs> that's it. That's the only ones he can call. Yeah, I will say from the Big Ten move, I'm actually kind of excited for back college basketball. Oh, it's much better competition. It's like a better it's, conference. Like it actually gets me somewhat juiced for the start of the year. Like knowing you're going to Indiana and Michigan State. And like, I, I think we have arguably the most depressing college basketball conference yes. in the Power Five. Yes. I mean, who gets you excited in in, in the Pac-12? Not Washington. No. Not Washington State. UCLA. Not Stanford. Arizona. Not Cal. Arizona. Not Arizona. Oregon State. Yeah. No. Not Arizona State. <laughs> no. So there's half your school. Yeah. Is Colorado can be good when Tad has the right group, but yeah. I don't know. Uh Utah, hell no. I don't know what
3: Christoyak's doing there. So
2: you have Arizona, <laughs> maybe Oregon, by the way, who have kind of struggled the last couple of years. Hey, maybe yeah, Oregon.
3: A, a, a fully healthy infale Dante. Who, uh, you're not reading the tea leaves, are you? What?
2: Altman had a weird quote a uh, couple weeks back. I missed that. He are we basically, legit talking college basketball now? Is this is this turning into a college basketball segment? You're the one that wouldn't shut up about it. Uh, <laughs> I said short-winded. Yeah. That was how I prefaced the whole thing. Altman basically kind of, I mean, I'm summing it up, but he kind of came out and was like, I don't really like this world of college basketball. I think he yeah. wants to recruit kids who are going to be there for three years, but he has to play the I NIL. I think he's a Kalen DeBoer. Go back
3: yeah. He's a small he's school coach guy, and he Crayton. doesn't want to play
2: with his bags yeah. and one and done crap. No, he likes the kids that are there for two to three years or four so yep. he can, yeah, do the Creighton thing. Uh, Milsack question. If Dirt and Sprague were to wear a tandem Halloween costume together, what would it be?
3: I'll let you pick that. Perfect Strangers? Uh, that I could <laughs> see you guys doing Step Brothers. I could see you guys doing Step Brothers. Was a
2: real, that was a good
3: shot. That I was well played. It's an old school poll right yeah. there. That was well played. We That's, did a stepbrothers photo. got made hurt. fun of
2: for it. That one hurt, but it's maybe well played. Forrest gump and Jenny. <laughs> Jedi. We, we know who Jenny is. Uh here's a YouTube mail sack question. Power rank the three best and three worst trick-or-treat fun size candies. He said, I'm going best. Snickers, Twix, and Starburst. Worst candy corn smarties in the Tootsie Roll. Oh man, I, I don't think I can argue with your worst. I hate mm. all three of those candies. Those are all awesome. Although I, I'm also not fond of uh, I've I'm kind not of grown out Star of mm.
3: I think I'll go underrated, uh what is it, the hundred grand bar? 100 grand I like bar. the hundred grand bar.
2: I'm with you on that one. I like the Henry Bar. It's got good nut in it. Yep, it does. Uh pfft. top. Almond Joy. Reese's the
3: Reese's are underrated just the one single Reese's cup I'm not a peanut butter guy so get those out of my bag get the uh get the Butterfinger out of my bag I'm
2: quite fond of the Hershey's cookies and cream another underrated one you're right dirt I'm doing all right I'm doing okay (laughs) I can't believe we just went on like we went on a road there for a moment talking college basketball that happened for a moment on this show that was there I blacked out what happened we were on that road we were were driving the car we were going in that direction. Is there any memorable costume that you guys have <laughs> from your childhood? Nah. No. I was I just did like sports stuff every year. I just mm-hmm. wear one of my like tight little tight uniforms. Like I am a I'm a Seahawks player. Yeah. <laughs> like that was it every year. The mistake is wearing the mask that doesn't have very good visibility because then you can't see anything at night. I was not a big Halloween guy as a kid. Oh, I was. I just I just didn't Part of it was because there usually was a sporting event on TV, and I wanted what to used get to home be to like, like watch the Blazer game or something. Well, it was something. the start of the NBA. It was yeah. The start of the NBA, the NBA season. Like, a lot yeah. of times, the Blazers' like, first enough. game of
3: the season was on Halloween.
2: Yeah, and you're like walking I'm around like, in the I rain. I want to watch this. Eh, I want to go home. There's a game on, you know. Uh, but it was also the only night I ever got candy. My mom couldn't afford it. Go ask everybody else for it. Thank you. And look at you. Look at your comeuppance now. Now you're a king-size candy bar guy. I started from the bottom, now we're here. That's right. All right, let's talk to Andrew Nimick. Uh, he has some takes on the OSAA. We'll
4: share those with you. Also, Oregon nabbed another five-star yesterday, and that is now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
2: All right, welcome back in, 834. <clears throat> it's been a fun little Tuesday. Lots going on. World Series. Blazers got their first win last night. James Harden was traded this morning. If you're just getting in your car, he is a Los Angeles Clipper now. There's a lot of rumors and speculation. Detroit might be jumping into the Chase Young sweeps. Let's go, Roar Boys, baby. Chase Young and Aiden Hutchinson. Roar. I'm all for it, man. <laughs> I'm all for it. I hope Devontae Adams gets traded today. I hope Saquon Barkley gets traded today. I like when some guys get traded in the NFL trade deadline. It's not a lot of buzz with it. No, I hope Derrick Henry gets traded today. Uh, it's too late. Is it his too late, late for His was supposed to be yesterday with his ah, contract. He okay. had a deadline. Pretty gotcha. tight deadline. Well, hopefully we see some of those. it would be a lot of fun. Let's get to Andrew Nimick. There's a lot going on in the recruiting world and the high school football world. At Andrew Nimick on Twitter. He's the director recruiting SB Live Sports, and you can hear him every Thursday right here on The Fan, 7 to 8 p.m., recruiting with Andrew Nimick. Nimick, good morning to you. We chatted on Saturday, and you had mentioned it feels like only a matter of time until Oregon lands in Another five-star defensive lineman. Well, it happened yesterday. Uh, Why do you think the announcement was made yesterday? And just how big of a deal is this for Lanning and Co. to get Elijah rushing?
1: Well, for how big a deal it is, it's just absolutely huge. They landed Mateo Uyunglele, the five-star defensive lineman who's already a contributor in in year one and a pretty good contributor in year one. It's not out of the realm to project him as a future all-league talent, potentially a future NFL talent, and now in this class, you land probably the top two uh, defensive line edge rushers in the entire West coast with Aiden Breeland as a versatile defensive lineman who might be a defensive end. he might slide inside. He's probably going to play inside. And then Elijah rushing who a lot of people comp to cave on Thibodeau. He's a little bit raw. Um, he's just kind of a baby in terms of his development, but he already just flashes elite bend uh, off the edge. It's absolutely massive. I mean, Oregon, is recruiting at such an alarming rate (laughs) when you consider the number of, of offensive and defensive coordinators they've gone through head coaches they've gone through in the last four or five years. And it just doesn't seem to slow them down. I think if I would have told you when Mario left, Hey, Oregon with landing might be a better recruiter specifically with defensive prospects and their tradition will carry them with the offensive prospects. I think everybody Everybody would have taken that. I, I just, I, I am floored at how well they've done. Again, because of that that turnover they've experienced at coordinators, at head coach, and to still land the top two uh, defensive line recruits in the entire West Coast, a pair of five star recruits to pair with Mateo Uyunglele, it's just, it's kind of mind blowing.
2: Would you gamble on or against Dan Landing in Oregon winning their first national championship within
1: three years? Oh, no, I wouldn't. I, it, You know, even I wouldn't even take, like, outside of maybe Georgia. I don't think there's any program in the country I'd bet on to win a national title in three years and say I'd take it. So many things can go wrong. One injury away. It almost has to be this year um, in the next three because you're breaking in a new quarterback next year. And, and so not that that means you're not going to be good, but you wouldn't say that they're likely to win a, a national championship replacing Bo Nix. I know Tennessee was able to do it in the transition from Peyton Manning to T Martin, but not very many teams take a marquee quarterback uh, departure and win a national title the next year. Uh, But but do I think they're going to be a top four seed in the college football playoff uh, at least once in the next three years? Absolutely. Again, once you get to that spot though, it's just, I mean, injuries, luck, all of that. So I wouldn't take them to win a national title in the next three years, but I, I certainly take them to be a serious threat at least once in the next three years, if not twice. What do
2: you think they do at quarterback? Dirt thinks that they're going to hit the portal, not hand the keys to Van Buren or Navoso. So I'm curious. Uh, Ty Thompson still there. Thank you very much. You need you need to let that he's go. still there. He's, he's not, still there. He's not very. He's good. only a sophomore. That cannot sti- be true. It is true. There's a, no way Ty sti- Thompson's a sophomore. He's a redshirt sophomore. That is ridiculous. He's been there for 15 years. It needs to be done by now. <laughs> what what do you think happens? Dirt thinks they hit the portal to replace Nix, not turn it over to a young guy and let him like, you know, make his bones through the season. What do you think Oregon will do
1: at quarterback post Bo Nix? Well, first of all, Ty Thompson is getting his doctorate in football at Oregon, and he's on, the, he's on the Cam McCormick plan. Thank you. It's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> that being said, they're hitting the portal, guys. They're hitting the portal. I, Austin Novistat is fine. He's a competent quarterback. Uh, a little inside baseball kind of thing with recruiting here, and, and USC's done this a couple times. When you land an elite quarterback, the next year, often, you try to land a solid kid, a developmental prospect, and you're almost sure to tell them, hey, you're probably not going to play for a few years. We're going to develop you. If you get a shot, it'll be down the road. You don't take your swing at your next guy when you've got your stud in place. And and with Bo Nix in place and having been in place for two years now, that's not to say Oregon's recruited purely clipboard holders, but Oregon hasn't taken that Big swing all in. They missed out on Dante Moore and went, okay, we'll get a guy that's solid, that we can develop, that wants to stay in the program, but maybe isn't going to push for a starting job. Hey, if I don't beat out Bo Nix, I'm transferring. They got guys who understand. They know the assignment. They're going to be backups for multiple years. Uh, this looks like a situation where almost certainly, I would bet, a significant amount of money that Oregon's next quarterback is a transfer. And, and I'm going to go ahead and say, I bet he's a really
2: was it a one-year agreement with Dante Moore? You go play for a year at UCLA, and then come back to UG. <laughs> it's the Gary Payton yeah, yeah, second yeah, yeah, contract. Yeah, 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 to go to Portland, yeah. and get your money. And we'll bring yeah, it back. I'll bring it into the <laughs> portal next <laughs> year. Get
1: them reps. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh,
2: let's get to the thing that's got you fired up, though, Nimick. So you were, you're, you're. you're I'm, I'm seeing tweets. People are arguing about like PIL football, and I'm like, hey, this is kind of fun. I'm seeing PIL football tweets on my timeline. You were not a fan of the way the OSAA seeded their playoffs, which begin this weekend. Uh, what, what, what the hell happened
1: here? I, I don't know. It's, it's an absolute disaster. It, it's, it's farcical. Their system's so bad. And I think the worst example is actually at the 4A level. Scappoose is the four seed. Seaside is the three seed. Seaside is six and three. Scappoose is eight and one. And so maybe you'd say, okay, well, Seaside has two more losses, but maybe strength of schedule. Well, they played each other and Scappoose beat Seaside 41 to nothing. Why is Seaside <laughs> oh at six three, ranked ahead of Scapoose at four when they played each other, and Scapoose wow. beat them by six touchdowns? It just doesn't make any sense. They they threw out just the most nonsensical bracket I think I've ever seen. Uh, they got rid of strength of schedule, or excuse me, not strength of schedule, margin of victory mm. from from the component, and and you have to factor it back in because – and and maybe you cap it at 35 because you don't want teams to beat teams by 80 to get a higher seat. So you say, hey, as long as you beat somebody by 30, 35 points, we cap it there. You're having situations where a team barely beats a, the number 12 team in the state and another team blows out number 13 by seven touchdowns, and they're going, eh, that win, that three-point win over 12 is actually on paper. That's a better win than beating 13 by – 49 points. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, unfortunately, this is a year, it's a historic year. Westland and Central Catholic, you know, Prep Red Zone does Northwest rankings. They consider Westland and Central Catholic the two best teams in the Northwest, including Washington. That never happens. It never happens in Oregon. It's, it's such an incredible outlier. And Central Catholic's the four seed, to, and they're undefeated. Tualatin is the two seed. Tualatin and Westland have already played. And Tualatin lost to Westland 37 to nothing. Oof. You're telling me that the very best bracket the OSA can come up with is, hey, let's run that back again in the state title game. I'd love to see Westland number one, Tualatin number two play again. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Tualatin's quarterback's now out for the year. So 37 <laughs> to nothing, and now your quarterback doesn't exist. So it's it's just a nightmare bracket. Uh, Ida B. Wells is the number seven team in the state, uh, Roosevelt's number 15 in, in the seeding, Ida B. Wells only really beat PIL teams. They played one out of league game. Again, Ida B. Wells is the seventh seed. They played the number 26 team in the state and they lost 35 to six. Other than that, they've only beaten the PIL, which is a nightmare conference. So, to move them to seven and say, well, hey, they're they're eight and one, right? But the one game they played that was outside a PIL that unfortunately is historically bad was a twenty-eight or excuse me, twenty-nine point loss to the number twenty-six team in the state. Why are they the seventh seed? It just doesn't make sense. That puts them ahead of Lake Oswego. It puts them ahead of Jesuit. Jesuit Lake Oswego would beat Ida B. Wells seventy to nothing. I mean, it just <laughs> it makes no sense. They know it. Five of the top seven teams in the state are in the upper part of the bracket. I've talked to head coaches from 6A, multiple head coaches from 6A, some that this bracket benefits, some that were really hurt by it. Every single one of them agrees that it's a nightmare. I had a text that was so bad from a TRL coach. I said, can I – I'm going to be on dirt and spray. Can I read it on air? And and I won't use your name. And he's like, dude, you can't. Like, it's so – because he's just like, fire everyone. What a dumpster fire. What type of clowns put this out? I mean, it's it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for our state. We deserve better. The kids deserve better.
2: We do deserve better. I, I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of people that link the uh, the moment Jason Swigard wasn't calling the OSAA Game of the Week on yeah. the fan. This is the do- the start of the downfall. It's about the time of the downfall for the OSAA. And the Weimar so, Game of the Week went away. Yeah, they should have thought about that long ago, <laughs> and they did this to themselves so they can sit in and enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, who who would you pick, Nemec? Would you pick Central or Westland when they play in the semifinals? Which is very unfortunate because I just saw that Central beat David Douglas like seventy six to <laughs> nothing this past week. Which is my God, what happened to the Mount Hood Conference? But who would you pick in that matchup?
1: Well, it's it's a great question. Those are the top two teams. Central Catholic beat Bellevue, who's a state title contender in Washington, by three touchdowns. But Westland also has a huge win over Lake Stevens. Uh, Both of those teams are really good. I think the point spread would probably be like Westland by 10. Westland is historically good. Westland has a roster that's so talented. Their backups would probably be a top 10 team. They're that good. They tried to and talked about potentially adding a second team at JV and playing other teams, JV teams in the TRL with a backup JV team because they knew they would compete. They're that loaded. They're (laughs) expensive. exceptionally loaded they have like dozens upon dozens they had to make cuts to their freshman team because they had so many kids show up they're just loaded. it's insane westland has legitimate first team all league talent at almost every single position if they weren't in the trl and they have probably somewhere between eight and 14 guys who are going to make first team second team all state they're that good i mean Mm. it's unbelievable central catholic's great most years, Central Catholic would win the state title going away two, three scores. It's just that this West team, seriously, might be one of the top three teams in the history of Oregon. Yeah,
2: but if I can get Central at 10.5, you give me a hook. Yeah, know, yeah, a decent line even. right there. Uh, all right. 10.5. <laughs> <laughs> let's, bet, let's,
1: let's bet Chipotle or something. Well, something better than Chipotle. Okay. Let's bet something on it. I'll take West Lynn at 10.5. You take Central. By the way, uh, almost guaranteed they face each other. Like, yeah. we're not even worried about. Well, what could happen? Well, the OSAA seems worried based on the seating, but Westland and Central Catholic are meeting in the semis, almost certainly.
2: Uh, Last one for you quickly, Nimic. Can you explain to somebody who has not been in the PIL for 20 years who Ida B. Wells is? Oh, that's a good question.
1: Oh, I forget now. God, do Wilson. you guys oh, know? Wilson.
2: Wilson. Well, Swag it's says it's Wilson. Wilson.
1: Okay, okay. All right, okay. there you go. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, See, I'd be Wilson. I att- this is how little <laughs> I pay attention to, to the PIL. Like, Ida B be well. Does what would Woodrow what, Wilson do? <laughs> did
2: yeah. What did he have? Is I hope Park All right, we got to go. Would
1: you shut up over Sorry. there? We got to go.
2: Sorry. Andrew Nimick, uh, Director of Recruiting SV Live Sports. You can hear him every Thursday right here on The Fan, 7 8 p.m. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Andrew Nimick. Thanks, buddy. We'll chat with you on Saturday. There you go, Andrew Nimick. What? Ten and a half is a big spread that's for a, a semi-final a decent line game. right there, decent line. <laughs> Who's the uh, bookie I need to talk to to get some high school football action? What did Woodrow Wilson do? Does he have a bad checkered pass that I don't know about? I mean, is he white and <laughs> lived long ago? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, he has to be like, I'm some historian. There right, we go, um, factoid. Let's here. wrap it up, send you, off in your, uh, send you off in your Tuesday next on The Fam. Well, we found out Woodrow Wilson, a racist, also supported eugenics, so that's not good. Uh, like the Frank Tomics, Thomas, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not, the same. no. Well, they changed the high school name, but to your. I mean we have other high schools. I just schools get thrown the off. There's a lot of those in yeah. the um, a lot of those in the PIL. We've changed a few names around and I look I don't follow it very closely anymore and I'll see like a headline or a score and I'm like, who the hell is that? I had forgotten that Wilson was Ida B. Wells, so when he said Ida B. Wells, I'm like, who is that again? I think Madison changed too. I don't think it's Madison anymore. Is I know they Frank- changed their mascot at least. Franklin's the thunder. They're, and they're no longer Franklin. Oh, they're not. I don't think so. I thought they were Franklin Thunder. No, they're the light lightning. I believe. Oh, is it lightning? I believe it's the lightning. Yeah, Little I just bit of lightning. They changed their mascot. Okay, that was just the mascot. Okay, is it Brandon Jacobs or the other running back? <laughs> yeah, Thunder Lightning. Which Th- one is it? Ron <laughs> Dane. <laughs> who is who? Who was that? It was Brandon Jacobs? Who was the other back there? T- uh, was it Tiki? It could have been Tiki. The lightning thunder thing, yeah, right? It Wasn't that been, it? could have been Tiki. Yeah. I miss those days. I love Brandon Jacobs. You got to have a good lightning thunder running back duo. <laughs> I just think of Sean William Scott <laughs> in the rock movie. Yeah. Like, little bit of thunder, little bit of lightning. <laughs> I love it. I Um, I love crapping on this bracket. How could you not want Central and West Lynn in the championship? Although, this seems pretty stupid. They've
3: always struggled with it because there's just not enough regular season games to have the formula work properly. There's, there's, There's too much inconsistency.
2: I would also argue, though, like, as outraged as it may be to have this bracket, if you're telling me that West Lynn is still favored by more than 10 points against Central... Does it really matter? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like Wes Lynn's just going to coast to a title. Seems like it. I work with one every Saturday, and he seems, they like, every time I see him. You work with what? Uh, uh, somebody who is involved with Westland Lynn football on Saturdays. Oh, well, they got that money. And uh, I always ask, like, hey, how'd the game go? And it's like, ah, you know, 56 to 7. <laughs> Anthony, is the DC? D, the D coordinator. So, yeah. I think like, I would ask to Anthony, like, I uh, I commend your job, but, like, do you do much prep if you have, like, the most talent? <laughs> it's like, Hey, guys. We're going to go tackle. I mean, it's got to get a little boring after a while, doesn't it? You're just it winning every game by 50. Uh, no, I bet you Anthony would tell you it doesn't get boring, no, never losing. they played
3: at the standard at Westland. Yeah,
2: yeah Westland versus Westland. The Lynn. standard of Westland. That's West what Lynn. they do. Isn't that crazy, the comeuppance of Westland in our lifetime? Isn't that all the wild? Money. It all went from Lako to Westland, man, all nuts. the money. Like 25 years ago, it was nothing. When, we were, when I was getting ready to go to high school and everything, it was like, ah, Westland's fine, but now they're dominant in everything. Nobody can beat them. But they got all the monies, man. You got all the monies. I'm going to support the PIL schools as they lose 77 to nothing. They got duck colors at least. You can root for them that way. That is true. Uh, There you go. College football playoff rankings come out tonight. You get to watch that. You get game four of the World Series. See what happens there. You're riveted about this Montez Sweat Bears trade. Montez Sweat's going to the Bears. That just happened. There you go. Fun little Tuesday. If you miss any of the show, you can go check the service, Patriot Podcast, 1080ofthefan.com, at Ernest Reagan, at 1080 the fan. You can also check the show on YouTube. It's available all day on demand, and uh, it is live every single morning. You can watch us. Happy Halloween, everybody. Enjoy it tonight. All the candy. Hope the kids have a great time. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. Listen to 1080 the fan.